everybody. Happy new week. Hope you're doing amazing. And next to me, I have got one of our newest um, child, um, I guess, children's books authors, Anne-Marie Dernan, who lives at the base of the Blue Mountains in <laughs> New South Wales. Good morning, Anne-Marie. Good morning. Such a pleasure to be here. Thank you for having me. And thank you so much um, for being flexible to jump in this morning. We had a little bit of a swap with the interviews this morning, but I'm excited um, to be sharing this with you guys um, and the book Cloud Kingdoms, which is freshly hot off the press. Um, and originalize your book there. There's, you know, on the background on your banner there, but I'll show you guys briefly. There she is holding it up proudly. Um, and here it is a little bit bigger on the screen. I'll show you the book here, guys. Cloud Kingdoms, three Aussie kids uncover a new world, life on the clouds. Now I'm going to share with you guys a little bit about how this came about. And then we're going to get stuck into the conversation with Anne-Marie with, um, around it. So as a five-year-old, Anne-Marie visited a planetarium with her mum and her grade six science class. Her head had been tilted to the sky ever since. When Anne-Marie's son was seven, they made up this world finding shapes in the clouds while lying on their trampoline. Her aunt published her own short stories, which inspired her to write this book as an adaption. So uh, wonderful. So first of all, you know, how long, I guess, was it churning in your head all this time? Well, you know, how old is your son now? 20. Oh, wow. So li literally when he was seven, I was, it came to us while we were, we created it while we were on the trampoline. So it's been percolating for a very long time. Yes. And the, I saw it as a movie, you know, when you see things and you, your vision is of it a certain way. And it came very clearly as a movie. And I, my son like named some of the characters and we had a lot of fun with it. We, I, you know, we still, even though he's old, I'll still say, look at that player. Um, yeah. And he actually, uh, sorry. Yeah. So that was uh, when he was seven yeah. and I really wanted to write a script, but I had no training in anything. Um, so I did a couple of workshops along the way and I had a go, but I read it back and it was terrible. <laughs> So I put it down and life got in the way. And I pretty much did that again about four years later and thought, okay, I'll just get it, get it out so I don't actually forget everything because there's a lot, lot yeah. there. So that's, that's what I did. I uh, started doing it as a book, but then yeah. put it down again. So yeah. in COVID, I was blessed that after one of your workshops, a couple of years after one of your workshops, um, I heard from you guys that you were uh, certainly doing children's books now. So I jumped on board and I'm so pleased. I'm so happy for you, Anne-Marie, because, I mean, sometimes it can happen quickly, like within a year or so, which is, you know, how long we were mucking around with the, to get your illustrations, you know, right. And, you know, for you to get a product that you were super proud of, uh, but, you know, uh, it was percolating for, you know, 13 years, as you say, prior to that, which is, um, which is a long time. So, um, so COVID was kind of the, the, the thing that gave you that time and, and space to do it. Yes, and I, I, I do have um, a couple of illustrations that I thought it might explain why I was sort of, it wasn't black and white. <laughs> 
that I would absolutely, they're absolutely beautiful and very detailed, which is what I love about it. What age group, uh, age range is it um, targeted at? So this is for younger middle grades and that's, um, my niece read it to her grade three class and said it was perfect. Um, however, I've also got uh, people that are saying that their clients from the NDIS program loving it as well. So there's sort of that, you can be read aloud to younger ones too. So I had a Kirkus review done. So I'm not too sure if people know about Kirkus, but I thought I'll get that done because I, you know, don't have the contacts to get anybody else reviewing it in terms of um, known people. And I got it back in my heart sank because it said it was saccharin and mm -hmm. um, something else. But then I thought, it had ridiculously, no, yeah, ridiculously silly. But that to me is exactly what the book's about. There's a lot yeah. of joy and wonder. Amazing, amazing. And as it goes through, you will get reviews and keep asking people who do read it to, you know, send you feedback and all that sort of stuff. But the, the most important thing is you went through the process and you, you got it done, which I yeah. say, you know, 90% of something is better than 100% of nothing. Um, Absolutely, and the actual review is apparently very good. So, I just, I just took, I just thought, oh no, they think it's too sweet, you know. But then I thought, well, it's what I'm aiming for: lots of fun and laughter. That's that's exactly right. So, what will um, I guess um, readers get from 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 the book? What do you think? Like, if you were to describe it, um, you know, what what so do the you readers want? themselves, because it can be read by like newly dependent, independent readers. Um, so the young children reading it or having it read to them, I'm hoping that it's going to create the joy and wonder that I got as a child, you know. So my mum taking me to the planetarium, I can never, I'll never forget looking up and just being absolutely awestruck. And yeah. the, yeah, so the just being able to um, capture that, the, I also, there's a broken joke machine in it, broken joke booth. So there's a little, there's, there's a little bit of comedy. Um, there's quite a bit of that actually. So there's adventure and thrills, but there's also um, some lessons, you know, and I say I sneak them in like veggies at dinner. So it, yeah, it touches on things like um, caring for the environment. And then there's also the um, touches on bullying and speaking up for yourself and um there's so many lessons but I actually um didn't want to put that on the book because I thought kids won't want to read it if if it's going to just talk about lessons so I try and keep them quite um subtle I mean I love what you said about sneaking in the veggies so they don't notice it but the lessons are within that that I love that I think that's the only way to make a point with children, if you tell them something's healthy or good for them or they should learn something, then they're going to do it. But if they do it through adventure and play and, you know, um, something that, that, you know, just keeps their brain and the imagination going. Um, yeah. So were the stories in the book, um, like the chapters uh, from real life, like where you guys um, had particular experiences, were they retold from real life? Life, life, like encounter. There's, there's certainly a lot of things in there that come from real life. Um, 
It's actually, so I haven't really explained, but three Aussie cousins get accidentally transported up onto the clouds. They land on Carnival Cloud and it's run by a family. So there's two children in that family and the five of them. So there's five new characters to get to know and they're all quite different. Um, so within those personalities and within the challenges that they face, um, some of them were really things that my son had dealt with, some of the things that I'd dealt with. Um, and of course, you know, my parents, my dad used to always say, keep moving forward. So there's some le underlying lessons that I'm trying to, to get through, but not the actual, the actual, when we flew on planes a lot from Melbourne to um, Sydney, that created a lot of um, help with the storyline because we're looking down at the clouds all the time. And that's where it got further um, sort of juice in terms of what we could, what I could do with it. And, yeah. yeah. So is one of the characters kind of your son's character and then the other ones are like kind of made up or? That was the way it was going to be. But um, because literally he was seven when I wrote it yeah. and I completed it when he was 20 or 19. Um, and that's where I went back and was able to do a little bit more work because I'd done some more workshops and learned a little bit more about the actual needs of a story or you know writing 101 which I'd never thought of before in my life um so I was able to sort of go back and create um his character in in a couple of them actually yeah amazing amazing what does he think of it now that he has you read it now that it's been out or um uh, I'm thrilled I'm absolutely thrilled to know that uh little ones are actually reading it and I said to one girl the other day who's your favorite character thinking I'd know who her favorite character was and it wasn't who I thought it was and it made me really think oh great that's so yeah. cool to know people have got their own going to have their own take on it their own favorites you know like the boy bands of the 80s when we had like there were five boys and everyone liked someone different right that's right there's there's a girl there's the youngest is nine-year-old and the um girl and there's a 10 year old girl and there's uh, three boys and they're like between 11 and 12. And the young girl to me is, um, you know, quite sassy and independent for a little one. Um, and I thought this one would, this little girl would really relate to her, but no, nah, she liked a quieter one. So I was thought, hmm. Yeah, they, they, they go for the ones they can relate to and they most like them. That's what I noticed with my three kids is the characters when we watch movies the ones that are most like them closest to their age and all that kind of stuff, they're the ones that they relate to. And if you've got five different ones, that would give something for everybody. Are there any um, parents in the book or is it just purely kids? Having yeah, no, there's actually the parents, um, Mr. and Mrs. C. Uh -huh. So um, they are quite a big part of the book. So the kids are taken back to the home. They stay in the home um, and they're a large part of it. So the adults that are in it, are those two plus a teacher, um, lady that teaches Aboriginal art, and there's two policemen, and um, that's the oh, there's one older boy, you know, a brooding, brooding older brother. So he's um, there's got a bit of history there, so that comes out as well. But that's um, the adults are where my voice, I guess, gets to be a little bit heard. So 
that's through the environment things and um, and such. But um, I found that writing the kids, I actually had more um, input into their character because it was like I was able to be silly, you know. Yeah, I loved yeah. it. I love it. You've got a comment here from Karen. Um, sounds like a great book. Now I am a step grandma with kids in that age group. I would definitely be interested in this book. And we'll let you guys know where you can get the book. I'm sure Lindy, oh, you'll Lindy will post the um the the website link. Actually, Anne Marie, show us your little thing you prepared earlier. Uh, there it is, cloudkingdoms.au. Super easy to remember. The name of the book.au, guys. Um, and we'll repeat that towards the end, but um, yeah, and I'll show you the website where you can get it. But absolutely, um, yeah, I'm I'm super proud. So let's talk about two other uh, things. I want to talk about how long did the writing take, and then we want to talk about like the publishing process because um, you are very intricate and detailed about the publishing process, which is awesome. You know, I always say take as long as you need to take, as long as you get a product that you absolutely are proud of and super super excited about. And some people get there faster, some people get there uh, slower, but at the end, you know, that you're proud. And then at the end, I want to talk a little bit about um, where, what do you want to see yourself do with this book? Um, and, you know, are you writing more? You know, kind of thing. So let's go back to the first one. Um, you know, how, how long did it take to actually write the content, the story? So the first part of the content I'd started writing, uh, you know, a long time ago, and I was so surprised that there, I'd started, I'd done more than I thought. So right. when I went back and opened up my, you know, my treasure trove of, you know, when you collected over the years of all your ideas and I was really relieved that I'd actually done um, at least three chapters. So it had me, um, it changed a lot, like I said, but that process, um, I'd say, well, I'd say six months. When I think yeah. about the length of how we we um, work together, by the time I finished the got it to editing, I'd say over the next six months I was able to complete it. Yeah, amazing. I'm not the my memory's not the best, so uh, that's good. And I've seen you transform quite a lot through this process. Would you say I always say writing your first book is not about the book, but about the person you become at the other end of it? Do you think does that ring true for you? Absolutely, Nat, because um, I had zero knowledge of publishing and the whole process is brand new and I'm able to learn. That's, you know, I'm always happy to learn new things, but I've, I'm not the, the fastest learner. However, I was able to just like take it a step at a time with, with the help from you guys, you know, like you'd say, no, back off, you know, not in a nice as possible way, of course. You'd say, you don't have to worry, you don't have to worry about that yet. Um, let's look at this first. And yeah. it was really helpful for me because, you know, my history as a human is I've had some um, depression and anxiety and I thought I'd be overwhelmed by this. And, mm -hmm. and I was, you know, at times. And you were able to say, basically, yeah. you beautiful ladies were so patient and say, it's okay, you know, mm -hmm. just let's look at this for today. Yeah. And um, so I was very appreciative of that. And the, the lessons I've learned have been huge. And they have been a lot of lessons in terms of literary lessons, 
um, and learning about publishing and I've still got like, I've just scratched the surface. Um, but personally, just that I can keep, I can do it. And it's one of these things that I have said, if I'm, I, I, I'm not going to be on my deathbed wondering what if. This is the one thing. I've had many other things. I've tried two other books. I've, you know, just getting them out there. And I thought, no, I feel like this is a gift. So I have to get it out there. And I thought if I can just get it so that my, my son will have it to read or my nieces and nephews, etc., I'll be happy. But now who's, who am I kidding? I want it to be a movie. <laughs> love that i love that and i love that vision and i often think yeah you need to write the book first before the movie uh because you actually go through that you know refining process and you know pull, pulling it all together tidying it up all that kind of stuff and then you've got also something tangible you can pitch if you mm. were going to be um to somebody else so that's that's amazing I, I love what you said that giving yourself that gift of uh, and permission to do, go through the journey of publishing a book. Many people, um, it's low self-worth and fear that keeps them away from becoming an author. Not time and money, which is surface level excuses. It's actually that self-worth and fear that, you know, what if I'm not good enough? What if, um, you know, who says that I'm the expert if they're writing their book on their expertise? Or, you know, I'm not creative, which is BS. Every single person is creative um, in their own right. And, um, and yet, as I said, you know, um, I've seen you and I've seen the girls like give you all the steps and that's exactly right. When you're doing the publishing for the first time, um, you want to know all the steps, but it's not good to know all the steps. It's actually just take it. Mm. What are the actions going to do today? And get on with that, those actions. What are the actions going to do tomorrow and next week and next month, whatever it is to get closer to, because it's a detailed process, right? That meant the world to me. Yeah, yeah. Wouldn't have and been I, able to do it on my own. Yeah, absolutely. And I love the fact that you also attended your uh, publishing accelerator calls where you would pop in, let us know what you're doing, um, hear what other people are doing um, and kind of go, oh, that's coming up for me, but it's not relevant now. But you're kind of like just sharing with like-minded people, which are also, it's pushing you to, you know, keep taking the next step. Absolutely. And to you know, it's like connection, you know, to know that I'm not the only one going through this. I'm not the only one doing this for the first time. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, yeah. And it's funny you're talking about fear because I actually put, that was something I thought of last night when I thought when we're chatting, I thought that's one of the things that I don't know if it's going to come up, but absolutely integral was overcoming that and going, you know what, I'm doing it regardless. Yeah. And the old saying success is on the other side of fear you know and I thought if it's just something we'll read that's okay yeah and that that's not to put that kind of pressure I have to be a bestseller I have to sell thousands of books you know da, 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 da. um I actually when I wrote my first book the weight loss book um I was actually told by a person while I was writing it um and I might have been even in the midst of the publishing process uh, I ran into someone at networking and she just kind of really downplayed and said to me, oh, you know, writing books is just not like, it's not going to get you anywhere. Don't think like, you know, like, like she, oh, kind of actually I wasn't writing it to sell thousands of it. For me, my intention was to help me have a business card on steroids, which was, you know, to support my business. Um, and, you know, as it came out, that's exactly what happened. Like I've never counted book sales for me it's my books 
serve my clients and the people that know of me um and the rest I do through through my business and all that kind of stuff so same thing with you you know if you start without putting so much pressure on yourself to achieve some goal which you don't actually know I always find that we're in a bit of a fog when we're writing our first book like you know you, you only see the next few steps right because you know as you get closer you see the next few and so that's what, how I think also the successful with the book will unfold because everyone will end up going down a different tangent Mm-hmm. Some people will go and, you know, speak to schools or like say with a, uh, with a children's book or collaborate with uh, people that are relevant and other people just want to give the book at Christmas to their family and others want to build the six and seven figure businesses. So everyone is different. So for you, one of your goals is you'd like to have it turned into a movie. Is there any other goals that you have, like aside from obviously your family and friends and those that know of you accessing it? Any other? Well, um, uh, going through the year with um, being on Facebook groups and being with your crew, you know, I do understand that social media is the way to go, um, which isn't my strength. So it's another learning curve. And I will continue to do that. That's what I've got to continue to work on. But also all these other little ideas keep popping up for the next next book. <laughs> so I keep writing them down. Like there's always the thought there was so much more that they, obviously clouds can go everywhere um, and there's a whole other avenue, you know, that I, can, that I can go with. But it's not something that I've literally started uh, another book, but I do expect that I'll write one. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah. but definitely the movie definitely the movie I definitely want to see it there or a tv series actually I I paid to join a group um like a platform and I had somebody look at it in America and um you know it was something that they said oh well actually only from like a short um synopsis and treatment they call it and I they said oh actually could see it as an educational series and I thought, wow, yeah, that's cool. And I didn't know whether I'd like it animated or or not. Um, I first thought, oh, it has, it has to be animated. But then I thought, mm, not with what they can do with movies these days. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah, you could take it a few different ways. You know, I can see how the book can just become a movie with each of its, you know, scenes and chapters uh, turned into that. But then you could make a series where each chapter is an episode. Um, or as you say, an educational aspect of, you mm. know, friends, you know, just got to the action, got to take the actions and put it out there. And now you've got a physical uh, product that you can pitch with, you know, with yes. an application to uh, two people and, um, you know, and ask around who knows somebody that, you know, I had uh, people, I think in Hollywood, there's a lot of um, people who look at turning books into uh, movies and looking for new scripts and new ideas uh, and I believe I spoke to someone many many years ago who who was curious and was helping people do some of these things um, but I can't remember his name um, I had a conversation with him but there is something if you google stuff you'll well, let's find... take you let's take you to get some hypnotherapy and have some past life regressions <laughs> go back into <laughs> This was I spoke to my mind of one. I remember I was in a Sydney hotel room, you know, <laughs> and we had connected. And I kind of because I didn't have as many authors who had this goal, we didn't keep talking because. Uh, but now I have quite a few of you guys, you know, doing books like this that 
can be uh, turned into movies, you know, potentially I can find my contact and, and figure out, um, you know, how, how to just even a conversation. You might need to have 10, 20, 30, 100 conversations. Absolutely. Um, you know, it's a numbers game. And, and when there's a match, you know, it can take those next steps. I mean, if you can't, if you don't ask, you don't get. That's something that I, um, yeah. my mum taught me. So I tend to find that I'm talking to people and I'll just sort of say, oh, yeah, what industry are you in? You know, <laughs> networking, it's a, it's super powerful. Like networking is something that I, um, I'm a big fan of, uh, you know, being, um, attending a couple of events every week, making people aware you exist. So that's something you know you can be doing, um, you know, also in addition to the social media stuff. Um, and actually in March, we've got our social media masterclass for authors. I know you didn't do the full, full program. You did like a hybrid uh, version of it, but you can pop into that. Like there's a small fee um, and it's a full day training um, that we've got available. So amazing. So, but more, most importantly, let's tell you guys where they can get the book. Um, so as we shared halfway through the interview, it's cloudkingdoms.au. And here also, guys, I have got the website open. So just for those of you that are watching this on a uh, video, I'll show you the website. I know some people are listening to this as a podcast. Um, so here's Cloud Kingdoms, uh, ordering within Australia and outside of Australia. And then as you flick down, you can see the book and read a little bit about um, Emery uh, there and get yourself or your you know, young um, young children, um, a copy or read it out to your little ones because they all love to hear stories. You could read a chapter a day um, and kind of keep it keep it going for about twelve days. Um, also, at, the book. Yeah. At the moment, there I know that um, some of, they've got two classes that are doing the teachers reading it at crunch and sip. So I'm very impressed. <laughs> I love it. That's very cool. My, um, I've got a grade three uh, child. Mm. Uh, my youngest is grade three this year, and she took. Um, well, my son and my daughter's books are right here behind me, and she's taken them in and they kind of read it. So this is also another title I could recommend uh, for them. That's that's really awesome. Um, all right. So um, also, guys, if you uh, if you go directly to Anne Marie's website, probably she'll sign it and send it out to you. Um, but also the book can be found on all your good online resellers like Amazon, all that sort of stuff. So distribution um, has been enabled so you guys can look it up. And I can't wait to hear what the next next book is going to be about. Is it going to be another children's or you think it's going to be an adult book? Like, is it kind of... Well, I, in all honesty, there's another book that I've been waiting to write, um, but I have to I have to write this one. So I think that'll be the, that it'll be another... Um, It'll be a follow-up story. And um, I must say, I did have, have the fortune of getting into the local. Amazing. Send me a photo. I've learned, I've learned a bit along the way. Be pushy. Absolutely. Send me a photo of that page. I want to kind of have a look at it and um, and have a read of what they featured. But that's the one thing that comes together with authoring. You will get media opportunities and you will get noticed and asked to speak and in front of groups that are relevant and all that kind of stuff so I just love the doors that open up and as long as you guys as authors you know are taking the actions and going out there there's no reason why this can't be successful and you can make your return on investment on going through the process like tenfold if not more that's always my intention with when I when I whenever I get help and assistance with experts and all that is just do the actions 
there's obviously a recipe that works follow the recipe take it and um and you know some things are going to work some things are not but well done on being persistent one thing i loved about you on this journey is you stayed patient you stayed persistent and you know like a dog with a bone oh, i'm gonna get this done uh, keep that attitude right uh, the squeaky the, the squeaky cog gets the oil my mum used to say yes, i love and it. a lot of her sayings in this book things like that so then you also honored you know her legacy as well which is what a lot of people want to do for their families mm -hmm. and the book as they say mark manson in the subtle art of not giving an f said write a, a book is our immortality project because a book will live on beyond our physical presence on this earth and um every single human being should give themselves the permission to at least get it done first of all for themselves but then the people i mean i've just been reading so many books um, especially the last three or four months when we've had time, more time off and all that. But, you know, I just love getting the knowledge. I think you pick up something from every single person and that's what builds your wisdom, right? Tribes. All right. Well, lovely to connect. Thank you for sharing your story. Cloud Kingdoms, guys, is out ready for you to grab a copy for your for your little ones or for you to read to the little ones. Or, or who knows? It's entertaining. Uh, um, you know, just check it out if you found, um, you know, I'm curious about some of all the things that you've kind of mentioned that are in there. So have an amazing week and we're going to have another author for you guys next Monday. Um, and as always, like to uh, finish off being Monday is go out and smash it out. Bye, guys. Mm -hmm.